Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Monday, March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction for um, baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk. Pittsburgh Steelers betting favorites to get Russell Wilson. Hall of Fame wide receiver Steve Smith finishes his career in the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens. He's a very loyal Ravens guy. Of course, he's probably best remembered playing for the Carolina Panthers, but apparently he still has a great affinity for his old organization, the Ravens, and he would love to see Russell Wilson in his division. He would love to see Russell. I know <laughs> the Chiefs won the Super Bowl 17 points. They beat Baltimore Ravens 17 points, but they ran 94 plays. I'm not sure, and I didn't ask analytics. I didn't ask the researcher. I don't know when the last time the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson at quarterback ran 94 plays in one game. Hell, they may have ran 94 plays in three or four games, but not one single game. That's just not happening. So good luck, Buttercup, if you're going to get – uh, Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh. But the AFC North, they got three good teams. And if Russell Wilson is your guy, he does not make your team better as of right now. Oh, come on. Really? Really? Mason Rudolph is a better option? By the way, are the Pittsburgh Steelers looking for a quarterback? Maybe it's not Russell Wilson. Maybe it's somebody else. Are they looking for a quarterback? Well, Even though they have Mason Rudolph? Well, he's a free agent. Yeah. He's a free agent. Yeah. So they got to re-sign him. Yes, they would have to re-sign and him. And oh, by the way, he'll come cheaper. Wilson will come cheaper than Rudolph, at least for year one. Yes, absolutely. So what you do is, if I'm the Steelers, I sign him to maybe a two-year deal, and then I backload I back the, the, the uh, second year mm-hmm. and try and limit your dead cap space. Right. And if he's good, great, pay him. And if he's not, boom. Low dead cap, get rid of him. I personally think that, I, I mean, we're not done with the Kenny Pickett experiment, are we, in Pittsburgh? Well, maybe Wilson mentors Pickett. Yeah. And Wilson seems like the type of guy that would, that do, would do that. I agree. Joe Flacco wouldn't. Right. But I know that Russell Wilson, there'd be a better chance with him than Joe Flacco. When you look at Russell Wilson's two years here, it was a confluence of events that was liking it liking it to a book. It was a bad read. It was. Nathaniel Hackett was the wrong coach for a Hall of Fame quarterback. We have Russell Wilson! Okay? So excited would do anything for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson ran over Nathaniel Hackett, who was absolutely unqualified. And that to was be a coach. bad working arrangement. You don't... You, you don't want Russ just making all of the decisions. Then you bring in the polar opposite, mm-hmm. the anti-Nathaniel Hackett in Sean Payton, right? who, again, cut from the same cloth as Bill Parcells. Not everybody can play for Bill Parcells. Nope. 
Not everybody can play for Bill Belichick, nope. but specifically Bill Parcells and Sean Payton has some of those qualities. Mm-hmm. The two of them, I don't think got along personally, despite what Sean says. And certainly it didn't fit on the field the way the two of them worked. However, I think playing for a guy like Mike Tomlin works very well. You have a well-established future Hall of Fame head coach who is a player's coach, Mm -hmm. but certainly has an edge to him where it's don't F with me. I am the man here. I think that's a good fit for Russell Wilson. Sean Payton has a lot of rough edges to him. I don't think Mike Tomlin does. Now, if it's Atlanta, it's Raheem Morris, Mm -hmm. a seasoned veteran, second coaching job, well-respected. He's not going to take crap from Russell like the way Nathaniel Hackett did. Oh, my God. Nathaniel Hackett laid down. And then with, with Sean Payton, he can be very, very difficult to work with. You respect him, but he's difficult to work with. With Raheem Morris, but specifically with Mike Tomlin, they are in between those two, and that's probably a good fit. Russell Wilson is the type of guy that might need a pat on the back or a kick in the ass. I think both Raheem Morris and Mike Tomlin are more than capable of doing both. I don't think that Sean Payton is capable enough of giving you a pat on the back, and Nathaniel Hackett is certainly not capable of kicking you in the ass. Capable is a good word to use here because I think Russ is still capable. Uh, he, he, he started, what, 15, 14 games, whatever it was this last year. He threw for over 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, yeah, eight the, interceptions. I know, that, that, I know that that's a one-dimensional measurement of a player's value. But those are still numbers that you can work with in the right situation. If you are producing those types of numbers and you can supplement it with a running game, a consistent running game where you are not being asked to provide all of the offense, for instance, then you know what? You can make do and win some games with a guy like that because off schedule, he still has some juice left. I mean, is it the same as it was Four years ago in Seattle? No. No. He's a different guy now. I get it. But he can still make some plays. Think about Russ at his best this last season. There were some plays that he helped make that were still pretty jaw-dropping. Yep. The thing hasn't, it, it, it didn't work with Sean Payton? Okay, good, fine. We know that. I said it in hour one. I'll say it again. The most amazing thing to me is the Broncos have two smart guys running their roster and they're still willing to part with a guy that we've talked about that statistically produced this and eat $85 million in dead cap in doing it. That's remarkable. What I'm about to say, I'm not trying to make a direct parallel. Okay. And I need to say this as carefully as I can. Let's say you have a married couple. And one of those people in the couple is worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. Okay. Okay. The other person is more subservient to that other spouse. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's no prenup. 
And that one spouse who's worth millions and millions and millions is beyond verbally abusive. Okay? If that other spouse walks away knowing they're getting nothing, that should tell you what the relationship is like and just how bad it is. And in some ways, well, that's, I don't mean apples to apples. It's verbally abusive. Right. Yeah, right. I get you. When you are willing to walk away from a situation knowing that you are going to be punished big time on a lot of different levels, but you just can't take it anymore and you decide to walk away, that's how irreconcilable that relationship is. It's stunning. It really is stunning. Because, well, anyway, I mean, but here we are. And this is where I am pretty confident in within two weeks, we'll have this announcement and we will move forward. And that will be the reality for Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. The more that I think about it, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the best fit because of the stability of the organization and Mike Tomlin. I agree. I think Russell Wilson, I'm not going to say he's going to flourish, but at the very least, I think he will tread water. If I'm Russell Wilson, I am paddling. I'm doing everything I possibly can to get to Pittsburgh because it's a winning operation. Well, there are a bunch of different ways to get there. You have three rivers. You can go (laughs) up the Monongahela. You can go up the Ohio. Mm -hmm. I'm missing another one. I don't know the other. Allegheny? Allegheny. Ah, well done. Yes. There are three rivers for... Russell Wilson to paddle to get there. Pittsburgh's a little bit of an underrated city. I like. I almost took a job there. WTA. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's a little bit of an underrated city. It's I, it's still very Rust Belt. Yep. Uh, it's very cool if you've never been there. Where it's kind of nestled. It's not the mountains, but it's nestled mm-hmm. in like the foothills. Yeah, if that's what you want to call right. it. Right. It's a cool looking city. The weather in the winter is awful. Yes. Just brutal. Yeah. It's not great for that. But it's got, well, I mean, too much information. Like, It's got really good mass transit, for instance. It's got a good subway system. The one thing that I don't understand about people <laughs> from Pittsburgh is... These are things I remember. Although although I, I don't mind coleslaw on a sandwich, mm-hmm. and that's what they're known for. Right. The coleslaw on the sandwich. But what I don't get is they have a supermarket out there called the Giant Eagle. Okay. Okay. I don't know why they call it the Giant Eagle. The Janigle? Yeah, they they just they just merge, merge and all melt it together. To, yeah, we're gonna go to the Janigle. Well, the Janigle seems efficient. Then again, my family we call it, uh, the stupid King Supers. We call it King oh. Stupid. We just call it, we're gonna go to the stupid. Okay, so we're pretty lazy in our vernacular as well all right. in the Goodman household. Hmm. By the way, little fun fact here. Well, we'll 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 decide how fun it is. Pittsburgh, okay, is the only city that can claim this. If you look at all sports cities around the country that have at least three professional sports teams, at least three, okay, many have four, some have five, but have at least three professional sports teams, they are the only city in which their three professional sports teams all wear the same colors. Okay. Steelers, black and gold. Penguins, black and gold. Pirates, black and gold. Yeah. Little fun fact. Was that fun enough for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You feeling fun? Feeling uh, heading into the weekend? Now, you now the next time you go down to a bar and do trivia, now you have your answer. Did you know that, Alex? 
I did, and the the song we're gonna play it's it was by Wiz Khalifa, and it's about it's called Black and Yellow because of the sports black teams. Yellow, black and Yellow, yeah. Nobody beats the Wiz. Wiz oh wait, that's a different Wiz, part Wiz of the country. Wiz Khalifa is pretty good in concert, by the way. Obviously, you've seen him. Yes, and was very surprisingly entertained. All right, very good. Coming up after the break, speaking of entertaining, how about those Nuggets yesterday? I know they played an awful team, the Washington Wizards, but they look like the Washington Generals. Mm. But the Nuggets did bounce back. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to call it one of the most impressive wins of the season because of who they played. Right. But with the confidence in the way they played, with the balance in which the way they played, with the bench play that has been criticized, that was fantastic as well. Do you feel a little bit more confident that when you watch last night's game, you know what? This is what this team, I think, can look like in the playoffs. That's next. You know what it is. Everything I do, I do it big. Yeah. I'm screaming that's not When I pulled off the lot, that's not it. Right from my town, when you see me, you know everything. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I put it down from the whips of my diamonds. I'm in black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Got a call from my jeweler, this just in. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, on Monday, March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops, and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I really think it's important, and I love telling you about Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock or Parker. If you're a woman, you can go there, too. But what I really like about working with Dr. Lee is it's whole body health. It's very organic. There are a lot of radio commercials I know you hear out there that really scare the hell out of you. Are you tired all the time? Are you not performing in the bedroom you need to call now? With that, Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock or Parker, they can help you with that as well. When I go to Dr. Lee, He helps me with my testosterone. That helps with a lot of different things. Estrogen blockers, supplements. I don't know if these chop shops will say, hey, you need more B12. You need more D3. You need more more omega-3. Those are the things that we talk about. But if you do suffer from ED, they have something called Gaines Wave Therapy. This is revolutionary. It is FDA approved. And it is the optimal way to treat your sexual health. You don't have to worry about Viagra anymore. If you go with Gaines Wave, it is it is taking the country by storm. And I'll be honest, there aren't a lot of places in town that offer it. Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rocker Parker does. Schedule your appointment today at crmenshealth.com. I was thinking about this during the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the risk of patting ourselves on the back, you've done sports talk radio for a long time, as have I. You've listened to a lot of sports talk radio. How many times have you ever listened to a show where the hosts have been able to effortlessly, yes, I'm patting ourselves on the back, effortlessly 
weave in Watergate, Vietnam, inflation, the Iran hostage crisis, and the Soviet Union invading Afghanistan all in one show without trying to jam it in. And make it in conjunction to the world of sports. You're a genius. Pretty good. You put together a great show today. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. Was that a wee bit self-indulgent? Yes, it was. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Who cares? Nuggets last night. Yeah. Bouncing back, three-game losing streak. They basically played what looked like the version of the Washington Generals, especially <laughs> in that first half mm-hmm. in which it looked like, at times, it was a game at the Y where... There were fancy passes. They were all connecting, and they were just making the other team look silly, and they undressed the Wiz. Yeah, they did. I mean, and it was it was the type of game that I think that you wanted and the type of game that I think that you expected. Needed, too. Yeah, needed. Remember, they, they had lost three straight games. I'll give you a stat, and I don't know how interesting it is, but I'm going to roll it out in the hopes that it is. Is it as interesting as gas lines in 1979? It's better than gas lines in 1979. 109 minutes, 52 points, 22 rebounds, 9 blocks, 11 assists. Any ideas? The bench. Bingo. 109 minutes, 52 points, 22 rebounds, 9 blocks, 11 assists. Now, this is how much of a one-off game this was. That that's It's never going to happen like that in a game of meaning because the bench will be shorter. Michael Malone has already talked about that. When you get closer to the postseason, it, it, there is a natural shrinking process to the roster anyway. It's the way it works. But he had some really positive contributions made by the bench last night that made them a better basketball team. Um, Zeke Nagy played really well last night. Yes, he did. He did. Gave him good minutes. Which got me to thinking, if Nicki Minaj married Zeke Nagy, would she be Nicki Minaj Nagy? It's a possibility. I don't know what made me think of that. That's just where my mind is going on a Friday. That's a pretty good tongue twister. Nicki Minaj Nagy. (laughs) For the first time... Since watching Zeke Nagy, I you actually, almost did you almost trip? Did you almost call him Zeke Minaji Nagy? No, Minaj Nagy. Minaj Nagy. For the first time watching him, yeah. In all the years he's been with this team, I'm thinking, oh, that's what Calvin Booth sees in him. Yeah. Eight points, three rebounds, one so, assist, seventeen minutes, four blocks, four blocks, the four blocks. Yeah, eleven blocks off or nine blocks off the bench. That's game-altering things. The biggest game-alterer is the fact that the Wizards suck. We, we talk a lot about Nikola Jokic and his triple-doubles. Yeah. Now he has a triple-double against every team in the league. The only guys to do that in NBA history, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. Triple-doubles against every it's team in the league. Amazing. So we talk about all these crazy stats all the time with Nikola Jokic. Here's another one. When is the last time, when you look at a starting five, that the starting center led the team in assists and the starting point guard led the team in blocks. <laughs> yeah, 
at least the starting five, right? Starting five. Right. Peyton Watson was really good last night, though. I, I, I loved Watson. I, but it was I really, the, yeah, no, I hear you. It was the offense from the bench. Yes. That was encouraging. We know that Peyton Watson and Christian Brown can play defense. But if you can get in the playoffs 20-plus minutes Mm -hmm. from some of these guys, as we talked about weeks ago, Bruce Brown played about 26 minutes in the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have a 26-minute guy. probably not. But you know what? They had 23, 22, and 22 minutes off of their three guys, key guys off the bench. Three key guys that we know are going to be playoff depth guys. Peyton Watson, Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown. And they all played positive minutes, contributing minutes. So that is a really good launching point for this stretch drive that continues tonight in Portland. Now, if you're going to go play a team on the road, Portland is not a bad team to go play. Well, it's a tough place to play. Though. It can be. Well, it can be. Yeah, back when, you know, yeah, they were good. Well, yeah. But not they're not really a very good basketball team. So we'll see what ends up happening, but I but obviously and but you knew they were going to win. It was just a question of how they were going to win. They played Washington earlier in the about uh, like 3 4 weeks ago and slopped around for like the first two and a half quarters, didn't do anything. Washington was ahead or tied at half. It was ridiculous. And and then, then they just laid the lumber to them in the fourth and won a game. Last night, they just pretty much opened up a can and, and but would kept it have them there. With the way they'd been playing recently, at times with the malaise they have played with at times this season, would it have surprised you at all, honestly, if this was a fourth quarter game with six minutes to go, would it have honestly surprised you? Yes, I think it would have really? surprised. Yes, I think so. And I think so just because um, listening to Michael Malone and really listening to the, the verbiage and the message after their practice on, I don't know, the days are, or what, what is it today? It's Friday, so they played Thursday, Tuesday. Their Tuesday practice was very much about getting right and getting off to a good start transitional points they were they worked very hard in practice on their on their transition offense which is oddly for a team that likes to run in the lower third in the NBA they had a ton of transition baskets last night their defense created offense and it helped make them a better team i think and i know how bad washington is yeah, I think I would have been surprised if it had been anything other than what it was, which was just a good old-fashioned ass-kicking. I think this team needed one of those. Coming up after the break, we didn't have a chance to talk about it yesterday, but we'll talk about it today. 44 years ago yesterday, Team USA, a bunch of college kids, beat the powerful Soviet Union, the Red Army team. And it was an upset for the ages. Mm. One of the biggest upsets in sports history. But is it the greatest upset in sports history? That's next.
Money Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Monday, March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications but upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, so 44 years ago yesterday is one of the greatest moments in U.S. sports history and maybe one of the biggest upsets in the history of sports. Team USA beat the Soviet Union. People forget it was in the semifinals. If the U.S. would have lost that game, they would not have even gotten bronze. They had to win for the opportunity to win gold. And they beat Finland to claim the gold two days later. That's right. So a lot of people believe or forget that was not the gold medal no, game. No, it wasn't. What do you remember about that day? I just remember the just the shock upon discovering that this American team, which had been only so-so in their exhibition ramp-up, I mean, I knew enough about it to know that, um, could have possibly beaten what I think a lot of people consider to be the greatest team maybe in organized sports in the world. I mean, you, you, you laid it out extremely well in the first. This was the best hockey team maybe to that point ever. Right. Ever. They routinely beat NHL all-star teams. Badly. Yes. Made them look silly. Yep. So just the the shock, it was one of those, no, that's not true. It that couldn't have happened. Not really. And of and of course the fact that the game wasn't on television. It wasn't on in real time. It ended up being shown later. I'm not sure even how later. Was it the next day? Or, or did they, or did they end up hustling and get it, getting it done? That I, I can't remember what what the time difference was, but there was a fairly significant amount of time that passed from the, when the game was played to the time that it was broadcast. So the game was at 5 p.m. It was broadcast on tape delay at 8 p.m. that night. Okay, so three hours, so, so three hours in lag. <laughs> Just amazing, but I do remember going home and watching it. Here's one way to put it in perspective. If you if you know hockey back in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Okay, now granted, you had a Soviet team that played together all the time against a group of all-stars that did not. I mean, when you look at the Redeem team in basketball mm-hmm. that featured Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, um, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. They got together and worked for two years to become a team to learn how to play the international game. Mm -hmm. Back in 1979, they had something called the Challenge Cup in which the Soviets, 
played a group of NHL All-Stars. The Soviets won that series, best of three, two games to one. Here are some of the players that were on that team for the, the NHL. NHL All-Stars. Yeah. Guy Lafleur, Larry Robinson, Bobby Clark, Brian Trottier, Mike Bossy, <laughs> Guy Lapointe. I'm just Ken Dryden. I mean, it was a, a lot of dudes. It was a who's who of Hall of Famers. Gilbert Perrault mm-hmm. from the French Connection, from the Buffalo Sabres team that I covered, certainly not way back when. That's how good those guys yeah. were. As far as upsets go, as far as upsets go, is this number one? I can't think of anything that even really compares to it. I mean, Rulon Gardner in wrestling. Remember Rulon Gardner, American? Yes. Beat a Russian that hadn't given up, that was not only unbeaten in 13 years, but hadn't given up a point in like eight years at, at the Olympics. And I had to look that one up. I, I do remember it now that I looked it up. But, I mean, it wouldn't be, you've seen two number ones lose in the first round of the, op- the opening round of the NCAA tournament now. Here's something that pre- I, here's something that predates both of us. All right, go. Do you know where the term upset comes from? Do yes, you, it's a, it was a horse race. It was a horse race. It was a horse race. There was a horse named Upset mm-hmm. that beat Man of War. Man of War. Only loss for Man of War. Upset to win was a hundred to one odds. Yeah. To put that into perspective, Buster Douglas was 42 to 1 odds over Mike Tyson. That was a pretty stunning upset, too. I remember that so well because I was a big boxing fan back in the day. Mike Tyson was just a a game wrecker. Yeah, totally. I mean, his line about fighting him in the ring couldn't have been any more true. Everybody has a plan when they get in the ring with me until they get hit for the first time. Yeah, then you're in survival mode. And you literally watched big men like Frank Bruno and Trevor Burbeck, big hulking men, metaphorically pee down their legs when the opening bell rang. You had huge, hulking, strong men who were really good boxers look afraid. I watched a, uh, there was video yesterday of Tyson in a sparring. He can still, he can still bring he, Oh my God. I, I was, I, I was just like floored. Here's a guy, what, in his probably late 50s now? Just like he would literally kill you with one punch. Well, here's the thing when we talk about upsets. To me, the second greatest is is Tyson losing to Douglas Mm -hmm. because Tyson was so intimidating. But as the story goes, he didn't take the fight very seriously. It's over in Japan. You remember this game? I don't. I was one. Can you make the case the Jets beating the Colts as 19-and-a-half-point underdogs yes. in Super Bowl three bigger than Miracle on Ice? That I don't think, well, you can culturally because it was the NFL and then the AFL. It wasn't yet the NFC and the AFC. That happened the year afterwards. Right. So it was the only game that an AFL team won ever in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs won the next year, but they were an AFC team. Right then, beating the Minnesota. Well, the merger happened roughly, right, right, right then. Yeah, yeah, right then. So, 
Yes, and that was the and that was the guarantee game from Joe Namath, which he really didn't guarantee. Which he didn't really guarantee, but it sounds pretty good now in retrospect. Right. It's it, it's part of the lore is of he, that game. Is now. Joe Namath more known for the guarantee or trying to kiss Susie Culber on television? Oh, I think which it's was the, so beyond uncomfortable. It was, but I think it's the guarantee. If you're old enough and remember, and his brashness. You know the pantyhose, yeah, and 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 I mean he was a different kind of dude. He was Broadway Joe, man. Yeah, he was Broadway Joe, and there was a part of him that was very uh, intriguing and and attractive because he was because he just I'm going to live in New York City. You're damn right. I'm going to experience he, the nightlife, and he did. He was a good looking man's man that everybody wanted to have a beer with. Sure, and every woman wanted to date. And he had a cannon for an arm. Yeah, he was exciting to watch. He was a guy's guy. He was very much. And really, when you go back and look at it, you'd be stunned to look at his career statistics and think, "This how, guy, this guy was a great quarterback." How about this guy's in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. What do we have coming up on? Just in case you missed it. MLB's new uniforms have drawn some yeah. criticism below the belt, and the Chiefs are giving the punt god Matt Areza another opportunity in the NFL. That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Monday, March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction. For bakers' ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Early in the show, told you about Siltahar Mazda. This is going to be a gorgeous weekend to head on up to Broomfield for a test drive. With that, want to bring in the uh, vice president of Siltahar Motors, my good friend Greg Larson. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Good morning, Eric. How are you? I am good. I I, I always try and look up things about Mazda to see the latest and greatest in the things that they do. And one thing that seems to be a common theme, there are certain things that are really important to consumers that buy automobiles. They want affordability. They want reliability. They want fuel economy. And Mazda seems to be routinely ranked in the top five in all of those categories. What has Mazda done to put itself in that position? Uh, that's a great question, Eric. I appreciate it. Uh, Mazda did a great job several years back understanding what customers were looking for. You hit some of the points that were uh, that are their mission statement, which is to provide customers a very, very safe, reliable car uh, that they, is affordable and that has the technology and the creature comforts that they're looking for uh, to, in the car that they purchase. And so we're pretty excited about uh, uh, this uh, spring selling season that's about ready to kick off. We just had our president's uh, this, uh, day sale, and uh, 
March uh, 1st is always that uh, season where we, uh, we the weather's changing. You had mentioned that. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, having uh, a great uh, lineup of uh, shopping experiences for our customers. So while it's great to check all those boxes, affordability, reliability, and fuel economy, people probably think, well, I mean, it's good that they have all those things, but do I really want to drive this car every day? Am I going to get excited to get behind the wheel of that car? Well, I think the answer is yes, because Mazda also does a great job with luxury automobiles, uh, durability, especially if you want to go off-roading. What kind of models do you have that check all five of those boxes? Uh, well, if you're looking for uh, a car that uh, hauls uh, people, then you should really look at the CX-90. That is, uh, comes in a different uh, powertrain to, uh, with uh, the uh, uh, plug-in hybrid, as well as uh, uh, the creature comforts, the uh, refined interior, the, the fuel economy, um, the get-up-and-go. If you're going to, to, to a Costco trip or if you're going to spend the weekend on the slopes, this is a car that gets you excited about driving it. You feel comfortable, and uh, it's got all the space in the world to haul all of your gear. Price is really important to a lot of people, and I get it. I know you're always offering great deals, but financing plays a major role, and you have great financing options, don't you? I do. You can, uh, whether you're a person that likes to lease your car, the, the lease incentives right now are uh, as good as they've been in the last two years, uh, and you've seen uh, interest rates climb. Uh, Mazda's uh, fighting that with with a 0% offer uh, for a short-term buy. Um, and, uh, and then of course, uh, the, some of the discounts it, you get from the manufacturer, uh, to help the affordability of, with the upfront cost. Give me a lease option where, man, this is just too good to pass up. How about a payment that's under $350 a month with a, a couple thousand dollars out of your pocket and you're driving a CX five. Wow. It's all-wheel drive. Uh, It's got uh, leather, moonroof, and all of the appointments people are looking for. Mm, That's a really good deal. That's an excellent deal. How do people find you, my man? Easiest way is uh, uh, if you're in town, uh, we're on the corner of Highway 36 and Wadsworth Boulevard in Broomfield. Or if you're doing some starting your shopping online, just go to sthmotors.com. You'll find all of our uh, inventory you can look at your uh, trade appraisal, uh, get an idea of what that's worth. And then uh, when you're ready to kick tires, come down and we'll get the car out for a test drive. Greg, thanks so much. Hope you and Rachel have a great weekend. Thank you, my friend. Take see, care. See you, pal. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Okay, just in case you missed it, new this year, Major League Baseball is using Nike-generated Fanatics-produced uniforms that have been dubbed performance jerseys by Commissioner Rob Manfred. They were used at last year's All-Star Game. Many players admit to a lighter feel to them, but have issues with the look as the pants are see-through and sparked quite the reaction yesterday in the Dodgers-Padres spring training opener. 
do you think these new new fanatics uniforms are as miserable as the public seems to think? Well, I don't know if they're as miserable, but I don't is, know if the public feels that way. Yeah, maybe right. the women don't. What's that? Maybe the women don't. Oh, behave! I, we're talking about the damn uniforms. That's an issue for me. They're costumes. Yeah, they're costumes. Uh, That's what they are. They're costumes. Have you ever seen anybody walk down the street as they're going to work in a baseball costume? No, because when you go to work, you go in a suit and a tie, might go in a nice pair of jeans, whatever it is. Nobody goes in a costume. I mean, when when it's funny. Whenever I look at an older manager and I see him in a uniform, yeah, that's one of the odd ones. And I'm just like. This, this guy's this guy. Yeah. It's like Halloween. This guy's wearing yeah. a costume. Connie Mack was ahead of the time by actually wearing suit a tie. suit and, and tie and yeah. a fedora, yeah. straw hat. Actually, back in then, those days. So. All right, just in case you missed it, the Chiefs have signed a punter, Matt Areza, who was dismissed in December from a lawsuit alleging the rape of a 17-year-old girl in 2021. Uh, nicknamed the Punt God, Areza was drafted by the Bills in the sixth round of the 2022 draft, but has never played in an NFL regular season game. Uh, what do you think about the Chiefs giving Areza this opportunity? Well, it, my understanding is that he's been cleared, right? So, oh, yes. So, I mean, so let's get that out there first. There, there's some things out there that he had done more stuff than, than just this, but there are whispers about that uh-huh. stuff. This is an enormous signing. Huge. This guy is so unbelievably good, yeah. it's ridiculous. And and they had a dude in time. What's happening to Tommy Townsend? Uh, they're, they're letting him go. That, he will not be back. Well, sign him. That guy's unbelievable, too. Hell, he flipped, yeah. he flipped the field all every single time he kicked it. This guy does have a little bit of a reputation, but he is walking into a veteran locker room, a two-time Super Bowl champ, champion locker room. He will be made. It'll be made sure he walks the straight and narrow. This guy is so unbelievably talented. I really wish the Broncos would have signed this guy. I, the first thing I thought when I saw that was swung and missed on. Who was the? Uh, I didn't swing on it. I, I remember even. who was the special teams coordinator that came in under Fangio. Um, kind of arrogant. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Well, I he would. lasted a year. Not Stooks, was it? Dwayne Stooks. Oh, Stooks okay. Yeah. Is it Dwayne Stooks? He was under Hackett. Stooks. Yeah. It was Stooks. Yep. And I asked him specifically about Ariza. And he basically brushed me off like this was just another run-of-the-mill punter. And this is before the allegations, I'm thinking. You are as dumb as the day is long. If you don't know who this guy is, you are not banging the table for him. He routinely kicks it 60-plus yards in the air. Yeah, he's unreal. The Chiefs have gotten considerably better. This is as much of a weapon as you can possibly imagine. And for low money. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable that the Chiefs of all teams got him. He is a field flipper. It's what the Chiefs do. I hate saying it. How the Broncos, I understand his history, how the Broncos did not sign him. Forget her considering him. Signing him is malpractice. I say that for every team around the league. I understand his reputation. He was cleared of rape when he was falsely accused. This guy sat out for a year. And you just twiddled your thumbs and let him go to another team? Wow. There's probably a few teams thinking that about this morning, I would imagine. No, I don't think. No, nobody wanted him. If you, you knew no, he was I know, available. No, I know. Now, thinking now in retrospect. Malpractice. Right, right. Malpractice to let this guy just sign with the Chiefs. Everybody should have been in on this guy. He's been out of the league long enough. I feel passionately, passionately about how good this guy is. He's, 
fantastic. And, and, and you are going to see him twice a year, and all you're going to say is, why did the Broncos not sign this guy? He is not a punter. He is a super punter, like has never been seen in the history of this game, and no one comes close to how good this guy is. He is a field flipper. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. They always have great specials right now. Uh, their specials are on sake, Australian, and New Zealand wines. 15% off. The weekend is here. Go enjoy yourself a craft beer, cocktail, nice glass of wine, Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Find them off of Colfax, or you can order online off their app or ArgonautLiquor.com. Guys, great week of work. As always, Gordon and Alex, fantastic job. Same with you, Bruce. I'll try and do better on Monday. Make it the best possible day you can.